Hi, and welcome to Joy Within. I'm Indra, new creation, singer-songwriter, vocal coach, publisher, and hostess of Sparkle Workshop in Barbados, all by grace. Today's podcast episode topic is connecting and communicating with your ideal client, why that matters, and how it relates to your wellness. So, have you been hearing those two words singing in your ears, left, right, and center, in life and online, ideal client, ideal client, ideal client? I can't even say it three times. Well, if you're like me, you might not necessarily gravitate towards buzzwords, or celebrities for that matter, when they first hit the press, enough to check them out right then. But these two words directly relate to your business life and approach to something as simple as answering the phone or replying to an email. They also relate to your wellness. So here's a little example of an encounter with a less than ideal client so that we can have some clarity on who exactly is an ideal client. So the mobile phone would ring and the name would show up on caller ID every six months or so. And each time I found myself like first taking a deep breath to try to stay cool while fighting the urge to pelt the phone to the farthest corner of this green earth, y'all. That was my first flag because it takes a whole lot to get me agitated. And um, I recognized that it was really causing me some frustration and something that resembled anguish. So anyways, I would do my best and answer politely. And then these compliments would begin like bum 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 one compliment after the other and basically I guess it was like a rehearsed intro clearly intended to get to my head and incite me to drop my fee to their figure of the day as allegedly they were calling because I was the so-called best at this vocal service and oh how they couldn't wait to hear the harmonies etc but yet The figure that they always offered, as opposed to accepted the figure that I always quoted, it was always much lower than what I advise my students to charge as their starting fee. So at times, if it was like a slow season for me or a challenging time, I would eventually concede, y'all. And I would go to the appointment after agreeing to record a specific amount of tracks and each time was asked on the spot to do twice as many tracks for more time at a hugely discounted rate. So I would return home like exhausted. I also wasn't um, being responsible enough to include travel time into my cost. So I really was overworking and not getting much input, but I really loved what I did. It was just this particular client that was a real, real challenge. And I would do my best to stay joyful on the job. Um, And I would be able to in the recording process, but the before and the after was really not worth um, the job at all. So anyways, I would get home exhausted and the client would disappear for half a year only to resume the procedure with more confidence the next time around, of course. So each time, however, they started getting like more snappy when I reminded them of my actual fee at the start of the conversation. And it would get like, really mean, like, I could get somebody to do the vocals for me for $100, you know. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't cute. And $100 Bajan, by the way, is 50 US, which is something just over, like, 33 to 35 pounds. (laughs) And this is for a specialized job, something I've been doing for, like, my whole life. Anyways, it got so bad that I would physically flinch when their name came up on my phone, on my phone. 
And it would sometimes get a huge headache by the end of what felt like like a haggling session for what was and still is a specialized service. Something that a service is something that you can't erase. So after you've recorded vocals, you can't then even if you follow up with somebody, you can't then go back and erase your vocals. This song is in the public domain, you know? So um, that's also another reason why service is really hard to place an accurate and adequate or even a monetary value on um, a heartfelt service. Thankfully, those days are over and I've worked with several fabulous clients before and beyond that. And it's those fabulous clients before that also reminded me that this, I didn't have to sit with this. You know, that was one client in a sea of hundreds. And well, really, yeah, I would have to say possibly over hundreds, really. Anyway, so save yourself a headache by taking the time to visualize and identify what a fulfilled business life looks like for you and who the ideal clients for your service or product are. So let's talk about connecting and communicating with your ideal client. Think about the environment that you're in when you serve best. What would you love your clients or customers to say about the service or product that they receive through your business? And now with that in mind, how can you tweak your approach to doing business in a way that aligns with the people that you enjoy interacting with? This makes it so much more easy to pour joy continually into your business and to develop these healthy, productive and prosperous, thriving, continued um, client relations with your customers. The sale of a product or booking of a service should not cost you a challenge with your health. Yo, sis, if you say maybe some of you might be struggling with like respiratory challenges um, or like me, maybe you have seasons of migraines. No, there's no way that you should be interacting continually with clients um, or people in general that either drain your energy or every time you have an interaction is some wrestling match. Next thing you have some challenge um, and this is all just to to make a $50 or even a couple hundred dollars or even a couple thousand dollars because you can use those thousand dollars and, and, and we have to address our health. And if this is a repeat customer, you really have to remember that you lead your business, not your business or even your customers like yank you around or your day around um, because your wellness is included in this. So not every interaction is sweet and seamless, naturally. Um, we're all people. Um, but it is possible and enjoyable to work alongside many clients with various personalities from varying backgrounds in a harmonious and productive way. I can testify to that. It is a joy. Um, so I compiled a business clarity map as a reference for creative entrepreneurs who are struggling with finding and connecting with your ideal clients and being appreciated for your time and compensated for your skill and dedication. The Business Clarity Map is available in two formats as a free webinar that comes with a reasonably pretty PDF or a one-on-one coaching session. This can be in person at my studio or online. So here is a snippet or a little bit of the essence so that you can um, take notes if you're inspired and you want to get started redesigning your business like right now. So some things to consider. Your personality. 
Now be honest, all right? So you know your um, best traits and you know your less than desirable triggers. So just be honest about it. Also to consider how your product or your service helps, educates, or adds value. What are your best business hours and means of communication? Now, this means the communication is with your clients. Are you most um, controlled and best and composed? Or do you explain better in an email, by phone, Facebook Messenger, text? For example, if um, English you might not be yet so versed with English, maybe um, in terms of writing and grammar and stuff, maybe phone might be best for you. Or if you have like a hot head or if you get nervous with challenging questions, maybe you might prefer a text. So that's something that's more concise um, while you're building your team because obviously you would want to equip your team, um, delegate those tasks where your team members shine best. So if you have a challenge with maybe verbal conversations, then you would have um, your receptionist or maybe your VA handle calls. But it's best to know your best business hours as well, especially if you're in creative industries where um, work hours um, are usually very gray. So if you know you don't want calls, like I used to get calls at 4 o'clock to go to the studio. I mean, that was on me because I was willing. But if you know that's not you, like it is not me right now at all. I don't use my phone for work or in general really um, at night. So unless it's like one of my sisters messaging me about something or an emergency. So you set your standard and let your clients know the best business hours and means of communication for you in order to serve them best. Also, consider the preferred method or timeline regarding payment. So do you want to be paid cash? Do you want to be paid? Do, do you deal with checks? Are you a PayPal, Stripe, bank-to-bank, um, -bank, Western Union? Do you have, like I do, a 50% deposit to start? Um, just know your preferred method and timeline regarding payment because if you'd leave that open-ended, then you basically let clients decide how and when um, and in what format they will pay you. And then here goes your personality and triggers reacting or responding to something that you didn't stipulate before, right? So let's just um, set that at the start. And also to consider your willingness to do your best with every job request. So on the bright side, let's take this week's client who sent a message inquiring about my vocal service. She politely pitched a few almost challenging questions to find out if the service and coach were a good fit and matched the fee quoted. She sent an enthusiastic confirmation by text an hour before showing up 15 minutes early for an evaluation and paid cash. All this just three hours after sending the initial WhatsApp message. And this was um, a by referral. So another thing too, you can also source your ideal clients from referrals or through referrals. So even though a client has finished with a service or completed a service or bought a product, it doesn't mean that that communication ends there. It doesn't mean that you harass them, but it does mean that you can send a thank you, seasonal thank yous, and also update them on any new services, upgraded services or new products that you have and encourage them to share if compelled. Um, so that was my interaction with this particular um, ideal client. And we did not have a voice-to-voice -voice conversation. She showed up three hours before literally a WhatsApp message. I did send her one lengthy WhatsApp message, and she said, well, thank you for being so clear. And to, to her, that did not... Um, 
incite her to have to call and follow up and hear my voice and see if I sounded like how I typed. Because for me, um, I've learned how to type like how I talk. Um, so also, let's take another one more example. A happily married couple, they enroll their talented teen daughter in a workshop. Um, the mom called to see if the coach's teaching approach, the coach is me, a musical background and the fee aligned. It, she came a week, or she or the dad came a week before in person to pay cash in full. Showed up early once a week for three months, for three months. <laughs> then took me out for a fancy lunch and ice cream at Lime Grove Lifestyle Center to celebrate and watch their daughter shine on stage. Wow. Now, this they reached out and they were more than ideal clients. You know, so that obviously lunch and ice cream, <laughs> treating me like that is not is not a prerequisite for being a client in general. But they went the extra mile. And I guess for them, um, they recognized that I would have gone the extra mile for their daughter. So sometimes it takes an encounter with a less than ideal client to know who your ideal client is. And I guess you would see that from the first example, Sheridan. You have your own encounters and your own stories, and I'm sure you have you have had your own um, lessons along the way as well as an entrepreneur or an employee. So every job request and customer experience brings a lesson. So take notes and assess yourself as well as your team members honestly and identify whom you love, you would love to work with and for and why. So think about some of your favorite, most valued clients and customers right now. Obviously, every customer and every client is valuable and we appreciate every job request. But think about those most enjoyable um, client interactions or those services that you really love pouring into or those products that you love shaping and creating. Now, this doesn't mean that entrepreneurship and client relationships, you know, we're always going to be a cool, seamless breeze, but that is not necessarily a bad thing because we learn and we have opportunities to grow through challenging moments too. So things like miscommunication, bloopers, um, and other variables can come up from time to time in everyday life and business. We're not always at our best, and our clients have their own intricacies as well. But knowing our best traits and being honest about our triggers, y'all, and the ways that we resolve issues gives us clues to redesign our business in alignment with those whom our gifts are designed to serve. So do you have any funny stories to share about a less than ideal client or maybe a bright highlight related to having connected with your more than ideal clients? I would love to hear. If you're interested in coaching or joining the webinar or if you just want to share your own ideal client experience or adventure, feel free to download the free Anchor app on your phone or create an account on your laptop or tablet and Subscribe to my channel, Joy Within. Feel free to visit the homepage, click voice message, and leave me a voice note. It can be a comment. It could be a question. Feel free to share any specific topics that you would like highlighted. If I am versed on them, I'd be happy to um, share my insight. And if it is something that maybe I can in, um, invite another guest to share on her insight, her expertise, and her um resources on, maybe she might be more versed on it, I'd be happy to invite the a guest who's best aligned with that topic that you would like um, magnified or illustrated on. So thanks so much for tuning in. And whenever or wherever you're listening, 
um, to this podcast episode four. I wish you a bright, 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 healthy rest of the day and beautiful, prosperous season. Ciao for now. I'm Indra. And if you're on Instagram, it's joy within. Bye.